Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? Family podcast for adults. People who are sick of it all. Look around out there. It's time to make a difference, people. Seriously. Do, We've been do, talking about that for a while. Do something to make the world better. I've been doing stuff to make the world better every day. You have? Yep. Such as? Life. Just because you don't fucking notice doesn't mean that I have to explain it to you. Nap. There's a lot, a lot of things are better now because of me. A lot of them. So it's too bad that you don't understand and you don't appreciate it, but I'm doing a lot. Okay. Enough, I'm, Mr. I'm, Cranky Pants. I'm doing a lot for the world. In fact, I think you could say I'm single-handedly changing everything in the town we live in, making it better overall. Okay. That's just me. Please, no crazy people shoot me now. Thank you. Stop it. I'm just saying. I worry about crazy people now. They're out there. And there's a lot of them. That's the mm-hmm. thing that people understand. Crazy people are like cockroaches. If you see one, there's a thousand more just like them that you don't know about yet. That's great. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Episode number 666, Devil Mama. That should be a song. I think Dio probably made that song at one point. Probably. About half of his songs are about devil women of some sort or another. Nice. I always wanted to ask him. He talking about his mom, or is he talking about girlfriends? Or... I don't know. I always wanted to ask him, Ronnie, who hurt you? Who made your life sad? What what girl was it? I think somebody gave him crabs. That's what it all boils down nice. to. Nice. It's not to her. Some skanky, nasty girl gave him crabs. He's like, I hate all women now. So should we be superstitious and rename this 667? Nope. Hell no. This is the devil show. There's a good chance in the middle of the show that I might be taken by the devil straight down to hell. Crush your fingers. Nice. That would be very entertaining. They're call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. P.S. There is no devil. Also, no Jesus. Stop it. If they want to email us, where can they email us? show at gmail.com. P.S. Uh, thanks Amazon for being my sponsor. You're the best. So, my parents made this big fucking production about the fact that they were going to come to my humble abode. Now, this is the problem I always have with my mom, and I've explained the reason why this is a problem. If you tell me you're coming to visit, A, don't. Ask me if it's okay if you come visit. Right. There's a difference between Mm -hmm. saying we're coming and saying, hey, uh, we have some time off. We would like to come see you. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that i'm open to saying you're gonna come the day after christmas and stay for a week right makes me go wait a minute that's not what was said okay first of all let's back up just a tiny bit oh my god here he comes on a really up i am mad about this one because i haven't spoken to your mom since thing one graduated six months ago six months ago right and all of a sudden she texts me out of the blue and says, um, I'm really, really busy. I don't have time. Can you please buy everybody's Christmas gifts? Okay, thanks. Which, this is not the first year she's done this. She's usually asked for help, like no. for ideas or la- something. You forget she did it last year, too. Yeah, but it, she just did it so dismissively this year. Kim, she doesn't have time. Have so time. I'm like, um, okay. So then she tells me to go ahead and spend X number of dollars for each member of the family, except for thing three, because she already got thing three something. Oh, Jesus. 
I forgot about this. <laughs> so I said. I had blocked this out of oh, my mind. Oh, okay. No problem. Right. What did you get thing three? And she said, oh, it is absolutely fabulous. She's going to be thrilled. And then she sends me a picture. It's, uh, we can't post a picture of it. We cannot post a picture of it. However, we can describe it. It, here's what it is. (laughs) Imagine you took a regular old dollar store baby doll, right? Pretty much. With like, with like the bean bag body. body. And plastic head, hands, and feet, right? Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> you replaced you replaced the hands and the feet with monkey hands and feet, right? And you sculpt a monkey face on top of the baby face, and then you put in a couple of monkey glass eyes, and then you glue a bunch of hair to it. Well, it was sponge painted too. Okay, well. brown. Yeah, and then you glue a bunch of orangutan orange hair. Yeah, not not cute <laughs> chimpanzee monkey, freaky hideous orangutan <laughs> monkey, disgusting, gross, <laughs> ugly orangutan monkey. The one kind of monkey that I think everybody agrees this this monkey, baboons, right? <laughs> Mandrels and those howler monkeys. You know what I'm talking about the ones with the big fucking sacks that hang off their neck. You know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Those are the ugly monkeys. Almost all the other monkeys, people go, oh, monkey's so cute. These, everybody goes, that is fucking hideous. <laughs> and then you slap a preemie baby outfit on it. Correct. And then you put baby clothes on it. So <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. And when thing three opened that up on <laughs> Christmas morning, everybody in the house went, get that away from me. <laughs> There's a commercial on TV where they show uh, the mailman comes to the house because people want to ship stuff away from their house. <laughs> yeah, it's that clown. And there's a, a freaky clown in the house, a little uh-huh. clown doll, and everybody's like, ah! That's what this thing is like. And all Christmas holiday season, <laughs> the monkey kept turning up in places, and people would go, you'd hear him in the house go, ah! How'd that monkey get there? And nobody would ever say they moved it. But the monkey was freaking everybody out. And thing three ended up shoving it way back under the tree with the hat over its face. <laughs> yes, because it was horrifying. Now, the problem the problem I have with this isn't that my mom bought something for the girls that they didn't appreciate. The problem was that no one could appreciate this. It's hideous. It's truly monstrous looking. So she gets that. And then all I can think about at Christmas Day while I'm looking at it is my mom is going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> I know. And no one in the house can look at that thing with a straight face. And thing three is going to have to carry it around the whole time my parents are here. Right. So at the same time that she was asking me to purchase gifts for everybody, she told me that they were going to be here the day after Christmas. Okay, fine. Uh, they were only going to stay for a couple of days. Okay, fine. Right. Well, then, she and I had plans. Right. A little bit after that, she doesn't talk to me, but she talks to thing one. Oh via texting mm-hmm. and let's thing one know that they're going to be here for a week mm-hmm. instead of just a couple of days. I'm right. flipping out because we don't really have that much time off together. And I right. honestly didn't want them to well, be here we for had a week. Plans. Nobody asked. We were gonna, you and I had plans to take a day trip for a couple of days, which we'll right. talk about in a little bit. And we weren't going to be here. Right. And, and like, again, like I said, I don't, I, 
I don't ever tell my parents they can't come see me. I never, I've never said that. You can't, that they couldn't come see the kids. However, you got to let me know what the right. fuck you're doing. And don't talk to my kids about your plans. Right. Talk to me. So, so, okay, fine. Christmas Day, you know, it was lovely. We had a good time, or whatever. But then I went to work and I yes. was cleaning. Well, you went to work a lot. Like the whole yes. week before Christmas, you were cleaning the fucking house because my parents were coming. Yes. And it put a real crimp in everybody's day because you and I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. We, I, we, it was pretty much like you were working and everybody else was off. And it was very tedious. Right. And then the day after Christmas, we were like, well, you know, we know we have a certain amount of time because it's going to take them a while to get here. Fine. So we went to the mall. We shopped right. around for a little while. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. Right. I was like, well, um, I haven't heard anything. Right. Which is not unusual. My parents will leave to come here. Not tell us when they're going to be here. We just They just expect to show up. Right. So we've gotten to the habit of, well, we'll be home where we want. You call us when you get to my front right. door. And then I'll come home. So you text them, right? Or you no, the I, told, I told Thing 2 to text. Right. Because my mom find won't, out where they were. Right. My mom won't answer a text from me or you. I, I don't know why, but she won't. So you te- the kids text her, and the response is, yeah, we're not, uh, we're not coming. And, and yeah. she had the gall to say, yeah, we told your mom we weren't coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that she always says stuff like that? Blames it on me as if I'm the one who's going to drop the ball. Oh, I texted her. Um, oh, no, you didn't. I, I clearly told Kim. It's not happening. So I went through all of my texts. I went through all of their texts. I went through all of my emails. I was like, come on. Yeah, There's no. six she, phones she in this you. house. There's a myriad number of ways that you can contact us. Didn't, Give me a break. Didn't tell you. Rude. Didn't tell you. Not to mention the fact, don't tell my kids that their grandparents are coming and then go, oh, yeah, we're not coming. Sorry. Yeah. See, and that's the thing that annoys me. It's just like, I just, and, and the unfortunate thing is the kids now don't fucking care. If my mom says she's well, coming, hurt. If, if my mom says she's coming, my kids just automatically go, no, you're not. You know what I'm saying? We just, they just automatically assume she's not coming. It's so rude. Well, it's beyond and that's, rude. That's the thing. My thing now is if my parents decide they're going to come down and see us, they can come here, but I, nobody's making special plans. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if you're actually going to fucking be here. Now, the thing that really made me mad was when I thought they were coming, we were all going to go out to a very nice dinner. I was seriously considering that. Well, we'd also purchased a large amount of, of food. Yes, but I had intended I had intended to take everybody out for a big fancy dinner that would have cost me many, 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 many dollars. Had I made those reservations and the motherfuckers not showed up, I'd have lost my shit. It's just so lost my shit. Right. So fine. So they don't come, and then they're like, and then and then now there's no further communication. Right. I haven't heard anything. Right. Yeah, not coming and not talking to you. Yep. Fine. Okay. I've I've told you before, it's best if you just divorce yourself. And I think the next time that I get the text we're coming, I'm just going to say, uh, no. <laughs> that'll be you my might answer. as well. That'll Who be cares? My, that'll be so my you just answer. go, oh, yeah, well, uh, we're not going to be around. Sorry. Uh, no, we're too busy. We, we got yeah. a big happen in life, so fuck you. So anyway, so you and I decided since we now had the freedom that they weren't coming. <laughs> We're able to go ahead and indulge our favorite vice and go to the casino. Our right? favorite since the first time that we did a month ago. Well, we're very boring a couple people. Months we, ago. Don't, we don't get to do shit. Yeah. So we went back to the Windstar, which is, was nice. Mm-hmm. We were there before, and we had a decent time, and it wasn't ridiculously expensive and blah, blah, blah. It was blah. okay, but right. it was significantly downgraded from the last time we well, were there. Well, this is what I'm saying. This time, it was more expensive to stay the night. 
It was like 20 bucks mm-hmm. more for no reason. They no longer use glass cups in the ba- in the bathroom yes. in the room. Everything it's in the room is disposable. Or it was paper. Right. It was disposable yeah. paper cups and shit. That was weird. Uh we we're like, hmm. That's gonna put a it's gonna make it hard for me to get my drink on later. Uh also we went down to the oh yeah, no more discounts for your player's card. Like, what? No, we don't do that anymore. We go down to play the slot machines, and it was literally like we were being mugged. I know. <laughs> we had such a good time last time. And this time we sit down pretty much expecting the same thing. First of all, we were looking for our favorite machines and they were gone. The Chinese kitchen slot machine? Yes. Gone. Just gone. And there were there were a ton of these fucking machines. They were just gone when we got there. Now, I don't know how often they rotate through machines, but I was surprised to see a lot of machines that we had played before were just not there. They, they were just gone. They'd been replaced by their machines. Other phenomenally shitty machines. I like my slot machines that have a nice theme to them. The goofier, the better. Right, something fun. I don't want to see playing cards. I don't want to see numbers. Mm. I don't want to see any of that bogus shit because it's boring. Also, I like my slot machines that have pointless bonus games that just pop up from right. time to time. That are and, random and, and do shit. surprise. Yeah. I yeah. don't even care if I win the bonus game. I just want the nice, weird little change of pace. And the, the exciting tension is it appears that something cool may be about to happen. But for whatever reason, they had just cranked these slot machines down so fucking tight that literally by the end of the our first day there, you and I were both like, fuck this. I know. Fuck you guys. We're, we're not really coming mad. back. Because we had figured it out last time we went. We didn't win a lot, but we were playing a lot of games and not really losing money. I mean, we lost some, but it wasn't like we were losing tons and tons we of money. We actually ended up up a couple of bucks right, by the, the last time, time all we was sudden done. Right. Yeah. The problem with it this time was it was literally just like lose, 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 lose. And it wasn't just us. There were quite a few people grumbling about that. I heard tons of people, tons of people going, this is ridiculous. I never lose this much money here. This is crazy. Also, they were having all these kind of fucking contests and shit, which apparently. I liked that, though. Okay, but here's the thing. A lot of the contests they had, you had to be at the super secret special place to get involved. Which was like 10 miles away. (laughs) And nobody told you that's what you had to do. Well, that's true. You had to figure out the secret code to get into these fucking games. And then they're like, oh, yeah, why didn't you sign up for this yesterday? Fuck you, asshole. Nobody told me that's why. And they have little tournaments and shit. And the tournaments all, by the time you see a tournament has begun, you're not getting into any tournament anytime soon. Because you had to have signed up 12 hours ago. Right. And it, and it just it made it weird. It was weird. I didn't approve. So that was the first day. Also, Kim loves this little restaurant where they serve uh, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. And we went and we ordered the fried chicken. And the lady looked at you and said, uh, no. It was 2.09. And they stopped serving chicken at 2. Right. Now, keep in mind, the casino is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. We're. It's a little podunk restaurant, which the food is actually pretty good. It was very good the first time we went. This last time we went, kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. The ribs I had were tiny and desiccated, and you couldn't get your chicken, so you had to get what you get instead? Catfish. Catfish. Which you enjoyed, but it wasn't It was all wanted. right. But the kicker was, we were getting ready to leave 2.30, 2.45, something like that, right? Right. And... The waitress came out of the kitchen with several plates of fried chicken to give. Uh huh. That was just some foreign bitch. Not gonna get your my chicken. <laughs> Shut Didn't like the way I looked. Down. 
I really thought there was going to be a fight. <laughs> I was mad. I was like, wow, Kim ordered her shit a half an hour before these people even got here. And they were able to get fried chicken. I was like, okay, I'm coming back tomorrow because I'm getting some damn chicken. And we went back right. the next day and it was like 1.30. Yes. We had a good half an hour before shutoff time. Yes. And I sit down and I order my chicken. I'm very confident. I order it. And then the waitress immediately looks at her watch. The old lady looks at her watch and then looks at Kim and gives her this. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I will throw down. I, I was shocked. I, I don't think I'm going back there again. It was very weird. It was very weird. And the food wasn't nearly as good. It wasn't. This last time. It wasn't I, worth I don't know going what, back for. I, yeah, I don't know what they're doing now. But the first time we went, you had chicken that you thought was literally the best chicken you'd ever had in your life. Mm-hmm. Right? And I had ribs that were not the best ribs I'd ever had, but they were much better than most ribs I've had. And the last two times we went this last trip, the food was just not very good at all. The ribs were terrible, and the chicken fried steak I had was just okay. <sighs> Whatever. So mwah. So I don't know. Kind of weird. Very weird. weird. But before we left the casino for good, we both decided. Okay, let's not say we both decided. I decided that I came with a certain amount of money. I really hadn't lost that much money. I was down like 10 bucks, right? And I'd been there all fucking day. And I said, fuck this penny, this penny bullshit. I'm going to be a big man. <laughs> and I started betting, was it 15 cents? Mm-hmm. Something like that. 15 yeah. cents. And you looked at me like I'd lost my mind. Right. You're like, that is insane. Because <laughs> I was down. You we weren't. can't do that. And I... <laughs> I told Joseph, look, Kim, I have $100 in my pocket. If we lose it all, it doesn't matter. It's what we brought to spend. Right. I have spent $5 of that money at this point. <laughs> I might as well live a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? So then I said, and I'm going back to my Star Wars machine. The dark side Star Wars machine. Mm-hmm. Now, you have a level of hatred for the Star Wars machine. Because it just sucks my money. Really, It really causes I me do. physical pain. To, Whatever. I, you enjoy it. I love the dark side machine. I love it. It has everything that I want. It has a Star Wars theme. It has sound effects from the movie. There's little mini games that happen. There's shit that happens up above the fucking machine so other people can watch your awesome power. It's amazing. So I said, look, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to play for an hour. And you go do whatever you're going to do. Right? Mm -hmm. And I sat down and really all of a sudden I felt like you. Because it was just draining me. Every time I hit the button, I was like, come on, really? Nothing? Nothing. And then all of a sudden, like the last 10 minutes that I was there, it just would not stop hitting. Everything I did, it was like, yep, here's some money. Yep, here's some more money. Sorry about the money I took earlier. Here's twice as much as I took away. I ended up winning like 12 bucks on mm-hmm. that on that machine, which I know everybody's like, big deals. Like, it's 15 cents at a time. <laughs> exactly. 12 bucks is pretty good for 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 literally an hour's work 12 bucks i'm just playing whatever i know and then i came over to you with my thing and i had won eight bucks yeah i was like woo so next time we go back <laughs> next time we go back we're gonna we're gonna live a little bit we're not gonna be penny annie it mm-hmm. doesn't work out you gotta we're gonna go up a little bit i, I gotta work up to it the big 15 cents but next time when we go mm-hmm. can i ask you a favor we're gonna take thing one with us okay but not for overnight right no. Okay, uh-uh. so can I ask you a favor? What? Can you not just fall asleep? I get a little... Shut up. When we get back to the room, just a little kissy kissy. 
instead of this. <laughs> no guarantees. Then we know we're not going. If a crying woman's red nose isn't a big enough turnoff to a man, a surprising experiment found another reason. Tears of sadness may temporary, temporarily lower his testosterone level. Those tears send a chemical signal as the man gets close enough to sniff them, even though there's no discernible odor, say researchers from Israel's Wiseman Institute of Science. It's the first such signal to be found in tears, and it's probably not unique to women's. Theirs just were the first to be studied. See this? No tears, no crying. I- I'm just saying, science kept telling humans for a long time, humans don't really release pheromones. It's very clear that they're full of shit. The The smell of stuff between two people affects way more than anybody ever thought, right? I guess so. I mean, you can, we've you can smell this. other people's colonic bacteria and determine if they're compatible with you Yuck. without putting your nose in their butt. You can mm-hmm. you can tell just by meeting them. I can smell the sadness in your tears and it makes my dick wilt. Though not me. Crying is kind of turning. Stop it. <laughs> you train me that way. Because you cry every time. So when you cry, I'm like, oh. Cut it out. The signal for sexy time. Gross. Anyway, I just think it's interesting that we're finding out all these stuff. When the scientists actually take a moment to just stop saying no mm-hmm. to everything and actually look at stuff, they go, oh, yeah. Well, look at that. So I wonder if it's the same if your eyes are weepy because you've got, say, oh, pink eye. It's not. It's not. It's not it's not your eyes watering, it's tears. Tears of crying. Yeah, I guess the chemical content is different. Right. right. But whatever it was that was coming out of your eye the other day. Oh my god. That was a turn off too. I, I woke up like the day before Christmas and I said, God damn, the corner of my eye, it wasn't my actual eye, it was the corner of my eye. It hurt. Well, we oh. thought you had pink eye. Right. And you were like, well, you've got pink eye. Let's put some of those pink That's eye That's because thing on one right? had it and then thing right. two had it. Right. And I was like, okay, so I got pink eye. Big deal. It takes a couple days to clear up. Fine. Mm-hmm. But we put the stuff in my eye and it didn't go away. It did not get better. Right. In fact, it kept getting worse. I know. And I looked at you and I was like, I don't think it's pink eye because your eyeball itself is not pink. That's right. not right. the same. It, it, I did some research and I looked online and I was like, shit, it, it feels like I have a blocked tear duct. Uh, the In the corner of my eye on the top, above the little divot of your eye hole, it was swelling up, and it was turning red, and it hurt. So I was like, well, it looks like it's a black tear duct, and I'm not going to be able to get anybody to even look at this goddamn thing unless I go to the ER, right? right. And I was like, it doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> Fuck that shit. But still, you don't want to mess around with right, your eyes. But I didn't want to mess around with it too much. So I decided, I said, well... You suggested that heat up some tea bags, make a little com- mm-hmm. compress out of it, and put it on my eye and let it kind of soak in, kind of like we were treating a sty or something, right? Fine. So that's what I do because the treatment for a blocked tear duct is the doctor puts a needle in it. And I was like, I don't, I'm not down with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think many people do like that. Right. So I put stuff on there. And then a couple days later, after I'd done it for a couple of days, I think it was the day after Christmas. Uh, I went in the bathroom and I was like, God, it's all fucking red and nasty looking. And I was like, well, the other thing they say that you can, you know, that they do after they poke it is they squeeze it a little bit. They give massage it a little, they it. give you a little massage. Mm-hmm. Right. So I said, okay, 
I'm not, and I wasn't trying to pop it like a pimple because I was like, the last thing I need to do is like blow up a giant hole in my tear duct because that's going to be hard to explain to the doctor. Mm-hmm. But I had put the compress on my eye and the skin was looking nice and soft and moist. And I gave it just a little massage and about a gallon of shit came spraying out of my eye hole. Pink and curdy. Ew. And, and fucking kind of yellowish, you know? Yeah. It's With little infectious. green streaks. Yeah. And it just came fucking, I mean, Gross. just. And all I could think of was like, oh my God, I have like a fucking giant system in my head that just exploded. And I don't want it to get in my actual eye. You know, I don't want to get my actual, right. any of this shit in my actual eye. So I'm like with one hand, I'm like trying to fucking shield my eye and I'm like gently massaging it. And the stuff just kept coming out of my fucking head. Yuck. It was a nasty. That's all better now. It's, it was fine. It was fine immediately after that. It, I had no recurrence, no other problems, done. It was disgusting. It was worthy of being in its own YouTube video. Oh, man, missed opportunities. It was truly vile. I I really started to freak out after about the first 10 seconds. Because it it kept coming out. Well, it's because any time that there's a quantity of fluid like that and it comes out in a very tiny space, though. Like a gallon of it? It's like a toothpaste Uh, tube. Yes, it was like somebody hit a toothpaste tube with a fucking sledgehammer. It wasn't, Kim, it wasn't like a little bit came out. It was like it came out and then it kept coming out and then it kept coming out. And every time I thought it was all out and started to move my hand, more would come out. It was freaking my shit. <laughs> I did not approve. Did not approve. So, yeah, I probably was not going to have any sex time if I showed you that. <laughs> but I also think this is another study where scientists are like, when girls cry, guys don't get laid. Duh. Exactly. Could have told you that. <laughs> You're trying to fool. Ugh. Next story. Here's my next story. Amy Chua, that's how I'm calling her. Amy Chua's new book, The Battle Hymn of the Tiger Mother, is an exploration of the superior Chinese mothering method. In it, lazy Western parents can learn how to emulate their Chinese betters by denying their children simple pleasures such as sleepovers, playdates, watching any television, or playing computer games, or choosing any of their own extracurricular activities assures stupid Westerners that by forcing your child into a very rigid, uncompromising environment of academic pursuit, you too can have a gifted child. Yeah. She basically, she wrote a book and basically said, uh, my kids were allowed no choices of how they were going to live their lives at all. No choices. Mm -hmm. She decided everything for them. She decided that they would, they were not allowed to ever get anything less than an A. And in or fact, what, though? What were the consequences? Well, okay, see, of this, is, this is the thing. It all sounds very sinister. Correct. The, this is the thing that I think most parents have a problem with. She puts all these ultimatums. In fact, she said her kid couldn't even be less than number one in her class. For any subject except for PE and drama, because those are not important. Who gives a shit about those? Also, both kids had to play the, the violin and the piano. Period. No exceptions. No discussion. I thought it was cello. No, no. Violin and piano. And and that's the thing. She makes all these ultimatums. And yet there's no, what if it doesn't fucking happen? Because here's here's a tip. She's a highly educated woman. And her her husband is a highly educated man. Mm -hmm. Right? Her husband is a regular Western dude. Right? And she, I don't think, is really from China. She's Chinese. But I think her parents have been here a while. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You think she's even Chinese? You think she's Korean? No, she's she's Chinese. She she is Chinese. 
But I, I am shocked that the husband just didn't say, seriously, that's not good. What what you're doing. I don't, bad. maybe he was afraid of her. She sounds rather intimidating. She does sound pretty tough because one of the examples she gave was her kid was trying to learn this very difficult piano piece. And I mean difficult for a seven-year-old, right? right. I'm, I'm not, not saying she's trying to play some kind of fucking, you know, amazing masterpiece, but for a seven-year-old, challenging. And the kid tried and tried and tried. And eventually the kid said, look, I, I, I don't get this. Okay, I'm not having any fun. Uh, I'm not actually getting any better at this. And honestly, I don't fucking care anymore. And that's exactly how the seven-year-old said it, because she was very advanced for her age. <laughs> mm-hmm. And her mom physically dragged her to the piano, physically held her on the bench, put her arms, her hands on the kid's shoulders and held her on the piano bench mm-hmm. and said, you're going to play. And the kid flipped out. Of course. And tore up her music and said, no, I'm not. I'm not going to. And the mom pasted it back together and then put it back in a, like a plastic sheet and said, well, now what are you going to do? Fucking play. And the kid still wouldn't play. So the mom went and took her toys and said, I'm going to take all your toys to the Salvation Army if you don't do this. I think many moms have. Every adult, every adult says this to a kid at some point. I'm taking all your shit and giving mm-hmm. it to kids who don't suck. Right. Because right now you suck. You're being an ass. Mm-hmm. And she came back after she put everything in the car. And the kid said, I thought you were going to the Salvation Army. Why are you still here? Which here's the other danger. <laughs> you raise the super intelligent kid. That's the kind of lip you get. Trust me. I know. I got three of them. Right. Uh, Next up. So she she tells the kid, she says, look, you're not moving from that seat. Not to pee. Not to poop. Not to eat. Not to sleep. Until you can play that song. She screamed at her. She railed at her. She threatened. she, She was mean. She says in her book, when a child fails... The only option is to excoriate and shame the child. Nice. So that they never want to fail again. Now, I will admit, I went to school with a girl who was trained just like these kids. I think everybody probably knows okay. somebody like that. And I mean trained. It was drilled mm-hmm. into her. You don't do anything. You don't go anywhere. But what a terrifying existence. Okay. I mean, you'd and, be and, horrified at failing. And this is my Those point. Those people have meltdowns. This is my point. This chick literally chewed hunks out of her own hands like out of of her fingers you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. from tension she could it's kids are not meant to live like this and i will tell you you can get perfectly serviceable children serviceable yes i'm not gonna say you're gonna get a fucking prodigy out of it but you can get intelligent well-mannered decent human beings out of your children Without making them hate you. Because I guarantee you, these kids will grow up and they will never, ever, ever, ever say to their therapist that they are going to have at some point in their life. I really think my mom was just trying to do the best thing for me. They're just going to think of the horrible panic and pain they suffered throughout their childhood. You know what I'm saying? You can't can't do this to kids. I I understand that. Let me rephrase it. You can make your kid... Clean their room. Clean their room. <laughs> you can make your kid do a lot, but let's be honest. Not every kid can be the top of their class. What if, what if she ran into another one of these crazy Chinese moms? Right. And their kids were in the same class. What happens now? You have to fight to the death? One kid is going to get killed? I, I don't understand. And, and that's the problem anytime you throw an ultimatum at your kid. The reason why most Western parents say do the best that you can is because we know you may not be good at everything. And if we insist that you're number one at everything, 
the day that you run into a wall that you can't get over and we can't help you get over, you're opening some veins. Or, or that's the day you decide that eating a whole gallon of haagen then puking it up and washing down your puke with a bottle of Jack Daniels is the way to get through the day. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Well, while I agree with, I mean, I understand why she thinks Westerners are lazy because honestly, you know, there are a lot of people who are very slackerly when it comes to Correct. supervising their children Some or reprimanding right. them or, or, or guiding even, them right. or helping them get through their schoolwork, mm-hmm. whatever. A lot of parents don't make their kids do shit. And admittedly, they suck. But come on. You, you can't make yeah, your kids play the strong. piano until their fingers bleed and then expect them to grow up to be natural, adjusted human beings. I wonder what she would have done to thing three this morning. Now, it was ass freezing cold. And thing three requested that I make hot cocoa for breakfast. So oh, I obliged. This is, this is some bullshit. And she didn't drink it at breakfast time. And I saw it still sitting there. I was like, well, what the hell? Right. And thing one comes in and she says, oh, hot cocoa. Right. And I said, well, you might as well drink it. Thing three's not going to drink it. And thing three, who was all the way across the house. Comes flying in. Said, no, I want that. Don't drink it. So I said, okay, thing one, I will make you a cup of hot cocoa of your own. She said, no, it's okay. If, you know, that one was already made. I'm almost on my way out. So don't, don't worry about it. Right. I'm like, okay. So then I realize thing three finally comes back into the room. She takes one sip that's it. of the cocoa, and that was it before she ended up Kids leaving. are assholes. Well. This Chinese woman would have made her drink a Drano. whole pot of hot cocoa. <laughs> drink it. She said, drink it. She you wanted it. Drink it. She would have made her drink a whole uh, pot of boiling water. Suck it down. Now, and speaking of thing three, not to get down on thing three, but she really got out of. We had talked about this before the holiday, and I don't know if people remember, but you and I kind of switched roles a little bit with Thing 3, mm-hmm. and I was, I'm was i in charge of the homework now. Right. Hallelujah. Because, for whatever reason, you have a slightly different relationship with the girls than I do, and when you put your foot down, they just kind of kick you in the balls and laugh at you. Uh, whereas when I put the foot down, everybody cries, and they call Child Protective Services because they're sure I'm going to kill them, mm-hmm. right? Even though I've never done anything. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I don't even really yell at them. And they act like I'm I'm going to kill everybody in the house. So I had finally gotten thing three really whipped into shape. She understood that there was no bullshit. Sit the fuck down to your homework. If you have a problem, we can discuss it. Don't cry about it. Don't tell me you don't know how to do something. We're going to get through it. After the fucking holiday, she's right back to her old bullshit. And she was trying to pull it on me. Mm-hmm. Today. I don't know, Dad. It's too hard. That's all I said. Do it again. Keep doing it until you get it right. She was she was shocked. She just looked at me. She goes, what? I go, keep doing that fucking problem until you figure it out. Well, what am I supposed to do? Figure it out. And did she? Yes. Well, there you go. There, there are certain things you can make your kids do, and your kid is smarter than you think they are. Almost, almost always. But you, you can't make them be perfect. You, you cannot. That's true. You cannot. I can't tell you the number of Chinese bums I found whose parents drove them crazy, and now they have to get by by sucking my penis for five minutes. Oh, stop it. Just saying. That's how it ends up sometimes. And they're grown. I'm not saying they're kids. They're grown-out bums. Well, they got out of college and stuff, and they realized that there's nobody in the world making them be perfect anymore, so like, fuck it, I'm just going to drink and suck dicks all day. Yeah. So, 
Good, good with that. You know. All right, anything else over there? No. Nope. P.S. The story about the Chinese bomb sucking my dick. True. Just in case you're wondering, didn't actually happen. Purely for comedic effect. Uh, they're going to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google at 214-267-9899. I think I'm going to start saying that. Every time something's a joke, I'm going to say, that was a joke. Didn't actually happen. Uh, no, please not. <laughs> like when I talk about fisting, didn't actually happen. Not Most people don't let you fist them. Email. show at gmail.com. I think the world would be a more interesting place if fisting was the norm. Like if that was just the normal You would way. like to be on the receiving end of that, would you? I'm a boy, so no. See, no. I don't have Nobody look, said it was gender specific. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me explain something. You have room in your vagina for an 8 to 12 pound baby. Okay? Significantly bigger than my fist, right? Yeah, but that's just like a one-time thing. <laughs> You've done it three times. Yeah, it's a one-time thing each time. Oh, it takes nine, it takes ten months to work up to exactly. it? Exactly. Right. Then you're in denial the whole time. I, I'm just you kidding. don't want to think about that part. I only find fisting to be intriguing because other people actually do it, and I don't see oh, why. please. Just, I, I don't, don't want to know. I don't understand why. I don't want to know. Please. I don't understand why. I don't, I don't it's understand. It's gross. It. Shut up. <laughs> Again. Isn't normal fucking good enough for you people anymore? There's got to be tasers and all kinds of weird shit involved. Uh, thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You are the best. You're absolutely fantastic. Don't forget, you can choose the Blue Reddit Convo or, or podcastally.com. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Write it on your knuckles before you put it in somewhere. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. 